Welcome to Can You Say Mama, a podcast by two first-time mamas offering unfiltered opinions on motherhood, relationships, lifestyle, and all the things in between. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Good. We basically just uh, recorded a whole podcast I just know. chatting and I gossiping. Feel, I feel like we do that often. <laughs> we do. We always have this like long like chat catch-up sesh before we get on, but it's things that we probably shouldn't talk about on the pod Yeah. at this point anyway. Um, you know. You can't gossip too much on no, the podcast. No, no. Um, the people are going to want to know now. I know. There's so much, though. We just, like, yeah. covered so a, lot of so stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And we even had dinner together last night. Yeah. And, but we still... I mean, the girls were keeping us really busy, so... Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, no, I'm I'm good. Um, if I had one word... Well, it's not really one word. I guess two words. Maybe is it one word? <laughs> but do they put it together? <laughs> this will explain why. I'm like, is it one word? Do you, you put them together? Um, I have been brain dead. Oh today. yeah, I yeah, think that's yeah. two words. Brain dead. Yeah. Um, I just honestly, I was at work today and I was like trying to write my mise en place list, which is just like things in place. It's French, yada yada. It's like chef thing that, um that reminds me of what sheldon says all the time when he because i've said that to him before the mise en place and yeah. he calls it something different every single time like i think he knows it's mise en place but somewhere deep in his brain like he doesn't actually remember <laughs> so he'll call it moulin rouge sometimes <laughs> I, like, I like that. it's hilarious yeah um and then yeah so i was just like struggling i'd start to write something and then my brain would be like oh like go to this thing and then like what was i writing and what was i thinking about Mm -hmm. and i just i i was up like in the middle of the night last night and i just i think it really screwed me for today yeah so i apologize in advance i don't know what you're gonna get (laughs) you know what these are our best episodes these usually are the best ones the people love it when we're up at night it's true no unscripted (laughs) can you say mama after dark that's right yeah maybe we should change the name how are you good i finished my first week back at work yes how'd it go so it's been better than expected. I think I only cried like twice. Oh. Did <laughs> um, you cry because Gray was crying? No. I, I think... Or you the, cried because Gray didn't cry. Well, I think both. I think both. So the first... I think I cried the first day because she was having a hard time whenever I would leave the area or like Sheldon would leave. She would cry. Yeah. Um, and then... She was with the nanny, by the way. She wasn't she left alone. No, she was, <laughs> don't worry. I had the monitor. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and then I think the second time, like she's gotten used to the nanny and it's great. And so then I think I was crying because I was like feeling guilty about leaving her. Yeah. And that like I should be taking care of her. And it doesn't help that work is slow right now. So I'm like, why did I bother with a nanny? Like I could have done this. And like yeah. I couldn't. Like I, I had to work with her on Wednesday when it was snowing and it was a nightmare. Um because she just requires attention 24 7 but i was like if anybody should be looking after her it should be me and i just was super super guilty about it oh trust me i know yeah i feel it so it's better now it gets easier and i it It does does. it does and like the nanny's lovely we love her they get along really well um she'll like go to her without crying now and basically be like bye mom and i said to her the other day i'm like gray i'm both proud of you and also hurt at the same time yeah that's true there's a little bit of adjustment it's like when um 
we started bringing Brooklyn over here. Yeah. First, like, a couple of weeks later, she would cry when Ty dropped her off. Yeah. And then after a while, she'd be like, see, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, run over <laughs> just to you. Just head straight for the like, toys. The and, toys yeah. And, yeah. So, and, um, and she seems to really like the nanny, too. So, yeah. unfortunately, she didn't get to spend time with her last week because of the weather. It was awful it was crazy especially because you live uh, higher up it yeah. was yeah really bad up here yeah was... i was like yeah no i'm not not gonna try keeping the kid home no and we I were also close for a couple of days at work because it's just yeah it was crazy it was aggressively snowing yeah like i feel like that's the most snow we've had maybe ever since i've been here oh really yeah hmm. maybe it not. was I'm... a lot it was a lot yeah it was a lot in one day yeah is what it was yeah, i think yeah. but yeah, I mean, everything else is going well, I think, and it's nice to be on a schedule like For I sure. thought it would be, yeah. but definitely, definitely an adjustment. Yeah. But that's okay. You're doing it. Yeah. It'll get easier. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, but I will say I've had time to online shop. and in between, like on my lunch breaks or whatever, and like in between things. And can I just tell you... I was shopping at, I think it was H&M for some stuff for Grey because they had some cute like heart sweaters and whatever yeah, for Valentine's Day. The poses that the models are in oh my gosh. online, what the hell are we doing? You know the worst website for that? No. Zara. Oh, see, I'm not. They don't. Oh, I, I, I don't. Stay, yeah, I stay away I from Zara. I don't really shop at Zara either. Yeah. But I have seen like so many people post about it, so I've looked. They, they don't even showcase the clothes. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's I'm like looking for... Like, upside down. Yeah. I'm looking like, for, like, sweaters. And can I see what's on the sweater? No. I don't know what the hell position these people are in. Yeah. How it's comfortable. How it looks good. Right? I don't get it. I know. No, I, I agree. Like, you're trying to sell clothes. Yeah. So, showcase the clothes. Yeah, just stand there. Like, if I don't need... care that this person is a size zero and yeah. can bend all the way backwards. Totally. Like, how does that help me? No. And it's like, the clothes are all bunched up and layered in weird ways. And sometimes you can't even tell what it is from the photo. Yeah. So, Maybe I we're just... just not fashion girlies. I mean, maybe not. I definitely <laughs> am not a fashion girl. I'm not but... either. No, I'm not either. I'm, com- I'm comfort all the way. Oh, 100%. Always. Yeah. Always, always, always. Yeah, the second I have to put on a pair of jeans, I hate my life. Yeah, I I mean, I, I will, but basically since I got pregnant with Brooklyn, mm-hmm. I've been a leggings girl oh, through yeah. and through. Because yeah. I also, I work in them all the time, too. Totally. And then I have my work ones and my non-work ones. Yeah. And then you just, like, an oversized sweater and, like, I'm good to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm comfier that way. And I'm the type of person... The second I get home, mm-hmm. I change into my pajamas. Yep. I try and shower first, and but I can't always do that first now with a kid. But um, yeah, put pajamas on or something comfortable, sweatpants, whatever. Yeah. Like I'm not lounging around in jeans. I. It's only for psychopaths. I. If like, you are working from that. home in jeans, if you are just relaxing, no responsibility anytime after 5 p.m. Yeah. at home. Yeah. And you're wearing jeans, you have murdered somebody, I yeah. think. I mean, I hope my husband hasn't murdered somebody, but he is, um, he's guilty. No. Oh. I don't, I just, maybe for guys it's different, but because their stuff is like baggier and not as tight fitting sometimes, maybe, but yeah. yeah, it just, 
no thank you no i don't want that i want to be comfortable cozy all the time my, my mom always used to make fun of me when um i was younger because i would just like pull anything out of my my closet <laughs> or my drawer yeah, when i was at home i'd have like the most mismatched everything yeah. on like my t-shirt with my sweater and my socks and my pants they were like all different colors and patterns and all that stuff. But I'm like, I'm just lounging at home. What do I care? Yeah. Yeah. I'm nervous for that stage with Gray. Right now, I feel like I'm very confident in her fashion sense. I can dress her very cute. She yeah. has very cute stuff. Yes. But when Sheldon dresses her, I don't know what area of her little wardrobe he is picking clothes <laughs> from, but it's always like never anything that I would yeah, never anything that I would put together. Yeah. And then when she is at the point where she can dress herself, I'm worried for that. Oh yeah. I know. They're they're quite independent already, so Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. And you know what? Like you kinda have to let them do it. Totally. I've been giving her choices some days when I'm dressing her. Um, I'll lift up two sweaters and be like, Okay, which sweater do you want to wear today? Yeah. And then she can choose that. Yeah. And letting her make choices just day to day what she wants to do. Yeah. And it's funny, I saw something online the other day that was saying something about like, Oh, toddlers for having no control over anything, they control everything. Absolutely they do. Right? Like it's just you you think that you're their parent, but they are in control of everything. Like you're doing things that you would never do. Yeah. And the second they start whining for something, I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> like no, I'm just no, gonna no, pick no. my battles. Just take it. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Good totally. job. Totally. Because I'm like, at this point, there's no, there's no reasoning with them. No. They can't really communicate. No. And so. I. I actually, now I don't know how true this is, but I saw on something, social media or something, mm-hmm. that there was a, um, I don't know if they were a speech therapist or, but they were in that industry, like with, with little kids and toddler, mm-hmm. toddlers and, and they were saying that at this age, so the girls are like 18, 19 months, um, they were saying at this age, they don't understand no. Right. And they don't understand, like, don't necessarily. What what they hear is what they recognize in a sentence. So if you say, don't sit on the couch, they hear sit and couch. Right. So they'll still go sit, on, go the sit on the couch. You know what I mean? They don't, they're, they don't understand certain words. They pick out the words that they know mm-hmm. and the things that they, so they don't know that you're trying to tell them not to do something. They're right. hearing what they want to hear. And the words that they recognize and understand. Which is also hilarious. Um, the and then like, times oh, I know what a no. couch looks like. But you don't know what no looks like necessarily, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you have to be very careful with your words. So I really try to form my sentences differently. But sometimes just automatically I'm like, no, Brooklyn, don't. Or like, yeah. you know, don't touch that. Or no, you can't. Whatever it is. But I, I'm trying to be very conscious of it and try and form my sentences differently. But sometimes I'm like, I, I just don't know what else to say. In it's this hard situation. in the moment because I remember you telling me that. And then yeah, I, maybe we talked about this I remember, yeah, I, don't know. I don't think on the podcast, I think you just had mentioned it to oh, okay. me um, outside. And I try and form my sentences in different ways too. But sometimes I'm like, I literally it's don't know how else to, yeah. to say this to you. And they also you know need to get familiar with the word no but brooklyn thinks shaking your head no is the funniest like thing. the best thing ever yeah, yeah. and it, it's, I mean, I'll, if i do it i say no 
like please don't do that Mm -hmm. i always try to be nice i always say please and thank you and all that stuff yeah but and then she'll just like shake her head and giggle and she thinks it's funny so i'm like okay well we're not getting anywhere with this so yeah gray has started she'll she's obsessed with snacks now which we need to like cut back on the snacks it's not terrible but she just she loves a snack yeah so she'll ask for snacks and then i'll say no and then she'll just say snacks and i'll say no and then i've started going "Mm -mm," and she thinks it's hilarious so then she's just like snacks "Mm -mm," snacks and she'll laugh and laugh and laugh but then (laughs) she won't clue in that she's not getting them until after and then she just loses her mind oh no but yeah it's cute the things that they pick up yeah the other one Tyler took Brooklyn out into the snow and I was standing there watching and I was like filming and taking mm-hmm. pictures and he would put snow on her and like she was sitting down he put snow on her and he'd, he'd go uh oh mm-hmm. and then she want more snow and he'd go uh oh after the third time she every time he put snow on she'd go uh uh-uh. uh oh my gosh uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Uh-uh. Like she just like picked it. They pick things up so quickly now, and just like those random things. Yeah, yeah. Gray loves. Uh oh, that yeah. is her new thing. Yeah, everything. Gray's so uh-oh. good at articulating words, though. Brooklyn yeah. is getting so much better. She is. She said banana so clearly the other day. Yeah, I'm she, like, yeah. what? <laughs> um, but she's not like she's not as good as Gray is articulate. But like the words just sound so cute because they're like. You know what she's saying, but yeah. they're they're not. She doesn't finish the word, right? Generally, yeah, yeah. She does have way more sounds though than she mm-hmm. did before, for sure. Except any noodles, noodles are nani, rice is nani, and her smoothie is nani. So, <laughs> and then when she'll wake up, she'll go eat nani, nani, but she wants her smoothie, right? And then like at other times, she'll be like nani, nani, because she wants noodles, because she's obsessed. Or rice, she's obsessed. I mean, aren't all of we? I guess yeah. all of us, all yeah. of we. So, uh, yeah, it's funny. She's made her own words for certain things, but what, like, as her parent, I know exactly what she's asking. Totally, because it's consistent. Yeah, like I'm like, at least you're consistent. Yeah, yeah, at least you can figure it out. Yeah. Um. So you've seen some fun stuff on TikTok this week, I hear. Oh, I just saw something that I found very interesting, kind of funny. There was um some creator. I don't know. I think she's quite popular. So somebody might know what I'm talking about. Um, she has a daughter. She's a few years old, two to three. I don't know her age. So she puts her to bed and she's filming this. Like she's filming uh-huh. a day in the life or whatever it is. So she puts her to bed and she, <laughs> she's in a crib, but she has a pillow and a blanket. So uh-huh. that's what I'm thinking. She's like almost three. Or Older, whatever, yeah. And so she cozies in and then the mom gives her like, I don't know what it is, something and then, like, I don't know if it was Steffi or Bubba or whatever it was. And then she go, gives her hair. And I was like, what? Like, the kid was asking for hair. So then the mom explained. So th- this kid, every night, sleeps with this ratty blonde <laughs> hair extension. Like, that's, like, it's put together with a um, an elastic. Oh like, a gosh. hair elastic. And it's just, like, this, yeah, ratty-looking hair extension. Like, big Gross. bunch of it. And I guess the mom was like, well, I used to, when she'd lay down with me, she'd like calm herself by feeling my hair. So then now okay. I guess she just puts her into bed. This kid is obsessed and her mom had extensions at the time. So she's like, I just gave her one of my extensions. And it's become this thing that this kid needs every night to sleep with. She needs this bunch of hair extensions. 
So now I've seen a few more videos where she's trying to take her to the store to mm-hmm. find a doll that yeah. has similar feeling hair. And the girl will like pick out the doll and, you know, and she's like, you like this one? Yeah. yeah. And she's like, likes the doll. But as soon as it comes to bedtime, she doesn't want the doll. She's like, hair, Just hair, hair, hair. And the mom has to give her hair extensions back. To that kid. is And they're so insane. ratty. And like, I'm sure they're clean, but they're like, you know, because this kid sleeps with them and yeah. plays with them. They're so, yeah. And I was like, that is probably the most interesting thing that I have seen. As far all as I, a kid is all I can with. think of is because I feel like I'm so paranoid with Grace sleep. I just started letting her take two stuffies to bed with her. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, like, I'll avoid it if I can. Yeah. She'll just have her one bun bun. I'm like, what will happen with two stuffies? I don't think anything. I know. They say only one, but I'm like, but what would happen from with two that couldn't happen with one? Yeah. I, I don't guess- know. I, I, I don't understand that. I, Brooklyn only sleeps with one, too, but yeah. that's because if she... Otherwise, she'd have her whole bed full of stuff. Oh, Gray, I think would too at this point. Yeah. But um, all I can think of with extensions is like that hair getting caught around like their fingers, mm-hmm. or you know how when they were little, they said to check for like hair tourniquets yeah. on their feet if they wouldn't stop crying. Yeah. So that's all I can think. And like, yeah. however, fun fact attached, about that: if you're gonna have a newborn, have Nair in the house. Yeah. If you take your baby to the hospital, that's what they use to mm-hmm. get those little hair tourniquets off so you can just do it at home and yeah. put a little bit of nair and it will burn the hair and you'll be able to take it off yeah i always thought that was so interesting because it's something i would never think of no but it's neither. it's like if you can't console your baby and you've tried everything feeding them changing them take their socks or their sleeper off and see if there's hair on their yeah or like, their on their toes too. or their fingers yeah um and it's, it is like, I'll do my laundry and cause my hair is longer, my hair gets everywhere. So it'll be like woven into fabric so yeah. it can get on their stuff and. It's quite common. Actually. It is. Yeah. 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 So that's a good point. The Nair. Yeah. But yeah, it's something I never would have thought of. No, I, no, I wouldn't have thought of that either until I had a kid and I heard about it. Yeah. But yeah. sleeping with a hair extension. No, yeah, I mean, me. it, I just it just struck me as very interesting, and I don't think yeah. I've ever seen something quite like that. No, I don't think I have either. Yeah, it's like most kids have like our girls have bunnies that they sleep with or yeah. whatever, right? And yeah, hair even like a little blankie or something yeah. like that. I think somebody was asking me the, the other day, maybe it was my parents when they were watching her, when they can have pillows and blankets and things like that, or yeah. how long she could be in her sleep sack for. And I'm like until she doesn't like can't be in it anymore i will keep her in a sleep sack forever yeah i know amazing i think they're allowed to have blankets now a blanket yeah um at this age but i think actually i remember when somebody said that at two years old is when they can have pillows i think yeah so yeah see like i said i'm brain dead i'm like um who (laughs) um i don't know i i also haven't pulled the trigger on a blanket yet because yeah. she's cozy in her sleep sack she's used to it she rolls around so much she wouldn't be under the blanket oh no in like five minutes of her falling asleep yeah she would be for sure out of that yeah so and then and i have heard things of like kids are older and then they get wrapped in and they just can't get out and then it ends yeah. badly and i yeah. just that kind of thing sticks with me <laughs> when i like consider it so yeah, yeah um we're gonna wait on that yeah, I love yeah. a sleep sack. I wish I could have a sleep sack. Me too, except the arm. I always like think, the like, arms. aren't their arms cold? But then they're such hot pockets. Like, yeah. I'm a cold human being, and they're hot pockets, so. Yeah, I'm always freezing, yeah. and that was my concern also. But 
then I'm like, but I sleep sometimes with like my arm out in yeah. the bed and it's like if I'm wearing Obviously a t-shirt or whatever. Cool. Yeah. 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 I think they're fine. Yeah. Um, Last week we talked about budgeting a tiny little bit or we said that we were going to talk about that yeah. this week. Let's get into it. So I think, yeah. The conversation nobody likes to talk about. I know. And but money, I think, I feel like money. people need to talk about it more. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it. People need to disclose how much money they have or how much money they make or anything like that. But I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about how people handle their money. Totally. Because that doesn't disclose anything personal, really. I mean, unless people aren't comfortable. But we're comfortable, so we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And I think it, for me, because I work in that industry and I started out as a bank teller mm. and I grew up I actually did not know that about you yeah so there when I go. started for this, new yeah day. when I started with this company I started out as a teller okay um but I new, that'd be an incredibly boring job it it's not it I mean it can be but it, it well, I didn't think it was boring at all if you're busy I suppose it just yeah and it's day. it's something different every day like you're not going to help the same people yeah every single day do you get to like you do when you open people's accounts you're like hmm this is how much money they have in this account you can see everything you're not supposed to like go snooping no no but if you're but, obviously if you're taking money out of yeah. the account you see their balances and everything you see their balances so but- you kind of like be like oh wow they have more than i expected <laughs> or like oh i don't really have anything in here i mean people for me personally i have multiple banks that yeah. i work with so yeah. you can't judge like one account by how much totally. money you have. totally but- and like at the end of the day because i know people get self-conscious about how much money they have in the bank or like maybe they're worried about finances or anything like that like we don't care i don't care what you spend your money on i don't care how much money you have in your account like i'm there to do my job i always thought it would just be interesting it is it for sure i think people on your own i think more so when you're getting into lending and like getting deeper into their finances then it's more so that but when you're a teller it's really just transactional like you're looking at their, just so what you need to. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I went into that not knowing anything about bank accounts and money. And obviously I had a bank account, like a yeah. debit card, but didn't have a credit card. And I was, really? yeah, I didn't have a credit card until I was 22, I think. Why is that? Because I knew I was going to be irresponsible with it. Okay. So that's a responsible decision. Yeah. So I knew <laughs> for sure. You're responsibly irresponsible. Truly. Like I... I always prioritized like my car payment, my rent, all of that kind of stuff to make sure that I'd be on time with that. But otherwise, if I had available at that time in my life, if I had available credit when I was 18 or 19, I would have spent it all and been in so much debt. Yeah. Because I love shopping. We all know. I was the opposite. (laughs) Were you? Yeah, yeah. I... I was much more of a saver than I am now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, though. Like, my parents never talked to me about money, and I wish that they did, mm-hmm. because when I was younger working in restaurants, I made killer money oh, I at that time. I look now, I'm like, where did all my money go? Like, I but could work... I think, I'm like, well, I travel. I've traveled a ton in my life. I've yeah. got all these things. I'm like, that's where your money went. You were living your life. Totally. And, and I, Oh, don't get me wrong. I threw a bunch of it away. Yeah. Too, well, and I, I wish like, that I had traveled with it more too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was making bank as a server Same. and bartender. Yeah. And I'm like, I look back and I'm like, where did all that money go? Yeah. I could have owned a home. I could have. Totally. I was like, I, that's something I wish I knew about when I was younger. Yeah. Was because I, 
especially when I was younger, the cost of houses. Exactly. I could have put a down payment on a house and rented out even if I was like not old enough to live on my own. Whatever. I started yeah. working when I was 15. I was working basically full time. I yeah. work every day after school. Oh, yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Like I, I had a decent amount of money for somebody my age. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know. I just like, yeah, I started traveling on my own when I was like 50 or 15, 18. And it just, yeah, that was, became a priority. And I've worked like forever ever since. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Did your parents ever talk to you about money? Um, not in depth. Like my mom, my mom always encouraged me to save money. For yeah. Sure. Uh, my mom's very good with her money. She's very responsible with it. Um, I think sometimes she's a little frugal with it. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in like a way like she's cheap, but she, I feel like where she is in her life now, like she should be spending more money on herself yeah. with what she has and all these things, but she's very like cautious with mm. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mom, like you've worked hard for this money. You've invested properly. You've said like, you know, whatever money you have, like, don't worry about leaving it to, yeah. you know, my sister and I in the, hopefully the very far future. Um, I'm like, let's just like enjoy your life. Like, yeah. Enjoy- you know, buy that first class ticket. Why sit in coach? Totally. So now she will. Like, cause you know, we kind of encourage her like, it's your money. Use it. Yeah. Um, Some people but I think she's so... for so long in her life was like intentionally and sometimes needed to be very cautious and uh, with her money. So maybe yeah. frugal is not the right word, but I think she had to, to make those choices. When I think a lot of people that age too, and I found that a lot when I was lending is they wouldn't spend their money on themselves because they were like, well, I have to leave this to my kids. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't have to leave it. You don't. Like you worked hard for this money. You've been working day in and day out for your whole life. Mm-hmm. And like you don't owe them an inheritance, Agreed. nor should they expect it from you. No. Because people, people would come in and be like. Money all the time. I'm not saying my mom's out here like loaded. Yeah. But I'm saying like. Like a reasonable, like just live your life. Yeah. Like you can afford to do certain things that you're like, no, mm-hmm. I won't do it because of whatever. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Like you literally can afford to do so. Totally. So. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people would come in and be like, if they didn't have savings, they're like, oh, my parents, my parents, when they pass away, they're going to leave me X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Like. But and then the parents pass away and they find out they're not actually in the will, right? <laughs> like they've because left. They were everything. assholes. Yeah. <laughs> they left everything to, to a charity. Account. Yeah, but I think it's just it's not talked about enough. And I wish, like, my parents were always very hard workers. My like my dad made me go get a job when I was sixteen, and I've had a job ever since. Like the yeah. time that I was off with Gray was the longest time I've ever not had mm-hmm. a job. Even when I moved out here from Ontario, I had lined up a job interview. I started working two weeks after I moved here yeah just because that's what i'm used to and sheldon too like he has multiple jobs he works for himself he works for company so i feel like people just they need to talk about it they need to instill like you need to save you need to be responsible with things nobody talks about like credit checks and all of that they should be teaching us that stuff in school they should we should have learned it in school yeah 
Instead, they teach us stuff that we're never going to use. No, I don't need to write an essay on whatever book they decide to make you write an essay on in English class. The degrees of math that they teach you. Like, I don't remember any of that stuff. No. Of course, you need basic math. Don't get me wrong. And I'm in in an industry where people are like, well, you need to know math. Yeah, you do need to know math. But guess what? If you're interested in something, you're going to learn it. And it's not very difficult for me to convert a recipe. Yeah. Because... I'm an adult and I know how numbers divide and multiply and add yeah. and all these things. So I think like a, a, you should have a good understanding of that kind of stuff. But like a, you need like a life skills class. Yeah, exactly. Like we can we can shave some things off in some areas yeah. and add in the things that are necessary. Yeah. yeah like doing of, taxes. Yes. The amount of people that would come in and have no idea how credit works, how mortgages work, what kind of accounts you can have, how debit cards work, how even to operate a bank account. Like you how your if you don't pay your phone bill, it'll end up on your credit. Yeah. Like people don't understand that stuff and they do stuff when they're 18, 19, wreck their credit yeah. and then they're screwed. I feel like I still don't understand some of that stuff. And I well, own a business. Yeah, well, and that's you know? the thing, right? It's like, been like a lot to, of learning along yeah, the way. But. Yeah. Well, if I didn't work in the financial industry, I would have no idea. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Even, like Sheldon works in the financial industry as well and he doesn't have any idea because he doesn't work with the money or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, he works like, in different Yeah, he works in IT, yeah. right? So it's like if they taught you that kind of stuff, like life skills in school, mm-hmm. people would be, I think, way better off. A hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah. We, we, um, get, we don't get into arguments, but we talk about money often. And also he, I don't know how you guys have your account set up or if you even want to share, but the amount of his friends that are so surprised at how we have all of our like bank accounts and stuff set up and how I can see all of his stuff and he can see all of my stuff and all of that. They think it's crazy. So you guys have your own separate accounts? So we do it a bit different. So we have our own separate accounts that we're both joint on, um, that like our payroll goes into. And then we have one like main joint like house account we call it so like our yeah. mortgage comes out of it yeah, and yeah. all of that kind of stuff um but we're joint on each other's accounts it's not like i need to i don't have a debit card on his account nor does he on mine but you have access if you need but we it. have access if we need to and that way too if something ever happened to either one of us it just goes into the other person's name automatically yeah yeah that's smart for that reason um ty and i have the same setup except we don't have the joint on our personal so yeah he has his own account i have my own account or accounts we i think we both have multiple accounts um and then we have a joint account Mm -hmm. um checkings and savings account and that's this basically the same so it's all of our joint expenses yeah um from mortgage to all of our bills to groceries to things for brooklyn yeah so we just when we and you know we own our own business so we uh we obviously we make the same amount of money we we um so we put a certain amount in um to that account and then we each get our same amount or whatever amount in um to our own accounts as well so i i've never liked the idea of and no like don't get me wrong i don't have any problem with him having access to my account and i don't think he has any problem with me having access to his we just haven't done that i personally have never liked the idea of not having my own right money um i know some people just like they put it all into one it's all shared well not i 
I like having my own money because if I want to go buy something, I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm taking money from my family or I'm, I have to tell him about it or right. I have to, you know, justify it in some kind of way. Yeah. If I want to buy him a gift, it's not coming out of our joint, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, and I just think it's personally, I think it's a very responsible thing. Mm-hmm. because you never know what happens in life totally and i think that's on both sides i'm not just yeah. saying like as a woman you never know what you know and mm-hmm. um you just never know what's gonna happen yeah and i think it's it's very smart to have something in your in your own pocket yeah um and that i mean like it could happen something could happen to you as a couple um like one person could no longer be in your couple or yeah. something could happen to you guys together, but you, you're not maybe having access to one account. So you need the money from the other person's account or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I've always felt about it. I feel much more secure having my own money and also much more secure with him having some of his own money. Yeah. And then we, we share the rest. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people do it that way too. And I think it's rare that people do it the way that we're, and I mean, I think we're kind of doing the same thing thing you are you other than have, yeah it's just we're joint he doesn't just, take money from yours and you don't take money no, from his you no. just you you can go it's look also, at it if you it's want. also just hilarious too because like he so we'll put money into like our house account from each of our accounts like when i wasn't getting paid from my mat leave yeah obviously i wasn't contributing to our house um but he we will put a certain amount in there um but he doesn't take care of any of that i take care of all of the banking <laughs> so it's like i do I'll go in well. there transfer everything like if i were to get hit by a bus he would be like what the oh, hell so is happening the you, need, you need access to his account yeah. um i also because i send our money through work and everything mm-hmm. um to our employees and all that i also control that part of it um i pay our bills and i do that kind of thing i just kind yeah. of just took on that role not that he couldn't i just yeah. took it on um, and so, yeah, I don't need access to his account because I'm can also controlling the money that's coming out of the business. Right. And, but he knows what he's getting in his, I know what I'm getting in mine. It's like, I don't like, yeah, you know, there's no surprises. It's no, just, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I like for us, it's what works. Totally. Everybody's well, that's a thing, right? And, um, and then when you have kids too, it changes. I know a lot of people, so they have a house account, for example, I don't mm-hmm. know. If you guys put in equal amount of money or if you do it based on salary. So if somebody's salary is much higher than their their partners, they yeah. would put in a higher percentage into their joint account than the other person. They yeah. would just work it out uh, percentage wise. Yeah. Which, so it's which is what we do. Yeah. Quotation. So he contributes more because he makes more than I do. Yeah. And then I put in it's I feel like it's the same kind of ratio. Money-wise, it's just a different amount, obviously, because we make different amounts. But, like, I'll put in, I don't know, 70% of what I make and he'll do the same. Yeah, exactly. For his, You put right? in the same percentage and it just, like, it's yeah. a different um, dollar amount. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people do that. I think that's very common. Yeah. I do. I find it. I don't know if weird is the right word, but the people who go 50-50, like, they split everything no matter how much the other person's making. Like, oh, I've, I've never been in that situation, so... I haven't either, so it's just like... Yeah, it's for me, like I said, it does feel weird. Yeah. But I guess until you're in that situation and you're maybe the person on the lower end and still putting in 50%, I don't know, but who knows how 
the contributions go on the other end. Maybe this person's like, no, it's totally fine because you cook dinner every night. You do the dishes. Yeah. You do this. You take care, you know, so I don't mind putting in that little extra money or having less in my account because you're taking care of everything else. Totally. You know, so it's it's hard to say. I guess yeah. just a, really it all comes down to depending on your relationship. But I yeah. think it's very important to be open. It is, and yeah. You both money, need to be on the your, same You don't page. need to talk about your personal finances with anybody else. Yeah. But with the person that you are doing life with, it's very important to be open and honest about all of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, and just finding what works for you as a couple too. So if your friends are comfortable having the conversations of like, oh, hey, we're getting married and how do you guys do? Like we're wanting to like merge our accounts or whatever, mm-hmm. which I feel like you should do before you get married anyway to really figure stuff out. But that, I feel like that's a whole other thing. But asking well, your friends of- like – what do you guys do? What works for you? And yeah. seeing and picking and choosing what you guys are going to adopt. I think the time married or not to start merging your money um, is when you start having joint expenses. Yeah. You know, even if you're dating and you guys have date nights and you don't want to be like, hey, who's going to, I'm going to pay this time. You're going to pay this time. And it's like, oh, why don't we just both contribute to this fund and we'll just use that credit card every time we go out. Yeah. Or whatever. It could be something as simple as that. Or you just, you do pay with your own money every time you go out and then, but you buy a house together or you have rent, Mm -hmm. you move in together. Yeah. And then that's when you maybe, but it also depends. Like you don't just want to have a joint account with somebody that you're not in a very stable, committed relationship with. with. Because if somebody's name's on that account, they can go to the bank and draw out everything that's in that account. And that's why I think it's very important to have a little bit of money, even if it's just a little bit, Mm -hmm. set aside elsewhere for yourself. Yeah. Hopefully you're not in a relationship with somebody like that. But like I said, you never know in life. You never know if somebody else gets a hold of their information and gets in through that. And then Mm -hmm. you guys are both SOL. Like, you know, it's just, you never know. Um. One thing that when we, uh, when COVID was starting, we had like three things happen all in a row and they actually were not related. They kind of sound like maybe they could be related, but they were not at all related. Um, so COVID was just sort of happening, you know, businesses shut our business, like we had to shut down Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And then we had this big truck that had a bunch of, um, stuff, tables and chairs and stuff in it parked. And it was our truck and, um, and like you couldn't see into the truck. It was a, like a big, like moving van. Oh, like a cute van. Yeah. Um, so somebody broke into it and stole like basically everything in it. And then at our, where we live, the mailboxes got broken into. This Mm -hmm. all happened within like a couple days of each other. And then one evening I'm going to pay our credit cards online and I check our account and we are like negative like six thousand dollars into our line of credit and i was like what like this makes no sense at all mm-hmm. it wasn't like i knew it wasn't us because I, we weren't dipped into it we had money in yeah. that account we weren't yeah. dipped into our line of credit so somebody had um somehow i had my cards i had all my cards but they somehow got a copy of my debit card i must use somewhere you know how they have those like trackers oh, in yeah, places like that, i don't yeah. know and they went multiple times to, to ATMs because they saw them on the cameras, like when they did the investigation. Yeah. And just drained money. And we had, because we had a line of credit, they could take right. out they more take than out we more actually money. had. Yeah. 
And I was saying, Tyler, I, like, I went downstairs. I was upstairs and I went down. And I was like super stressed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to deal with this. And he's like, they're just numbers. He's yeah. like, this money doesn't really exist. Like it, it exists, but in the for the bank, he's like, you'll get, we'll get it all back because it's just like what you're looking at on the screen is just, it's just numbers. Yeah, it's not like a physical thing. So I was like, no, no, you're right. And of course, we we had to do a police report, and also it was just more of a pain in the butt. Totally, we got it all back. I'm like, people are garbage. Like, why people are, are we, garbage? Why but, are we doing this? Yeah. So I was trying to think about that too. I was just like. It's just numbers. <laughs> yeah. 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 That I feel like I'm more that person. Sheldon's very much, he is very cognizant about how much money we're spending. He yeah. is afraid of getting into debt. Yeah. Like, we want to pay everything off. We don't want to have any any debt, really. And I, I mean, I feel like people are kind of the same with that. But I'm more like... It'll be fine. It'll work itself out. Yeah. Like, if we need to go on vacation, it's fine. We'll figure it out. But he just stresses over money so much. I'm a combination of that. Yeah. I I, I can be myself, reasonable. I remind but... myself often that you can always make money. Yeah. There's always money to be made. And that it's money really is an ebb and flow thing. Yeah. I find. And, and it just depends where you're at in your life and situations and things come up. And sometimes, you know, like you need a new floor at your bakery and you have to shell out the money and mm-hmm. it just is what it is. Yeah. And, um, or, you know, something happens or then, you know, something really good happens and you just, your account just looks better than it normally does. And yeah. then, you know, it's, it is, I find it's an ebb and flow. It is for sure. Yeah. And I feel like as long as you're responsible for the most part, it'll be fine. Yeah. But I mean, if I could give people advice, like go see a financial advisor. It's free at your bank, wherever you bank, go see a financial advisor, get everything, like tell them what your goals are and they will help you. Yeah. If you haven't ever done that. That's something I have done that, but I think that's something I need to do again. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also understand where some of my money's going because I do have investments and things and I like to like under have, it's been a while since they've been put in there. So I just like to have a more clear understanding. Like, is this still the best place for my money? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it's, you can work with financial advisors, like, I would follow up with my clients every six months to a year, um, just to make sure that their goals were still the same, make sure that they were meeting their goals, all of that kind of stuff. But obviously, if you have a big book of clients, you can't possibly follow up with all of them. Mm-hmm. So if it's something that's important to you, and you want to do that, just go, go see somebody at your bank. And if you don't like them, go see somebody else. Like, you're not tied to, yeah. to so were you a that. financial advisor at the bank? Yeah, so I went from being a teller, and then I moved up to being, um, like, almost like an assistant um, to one of our wealth planners. Okay. So I would process all of, like, the mutual fund paperwork and all of that kind of stuff. And then from there, I was a financial advisor. And then from there, I moved into what I'm doing now, some mortgage underwriting. Amazing. Hmm. Yeah. Well, then I should ask you some questions. Yeah, I mean, I I love talking about this stuff when it comes to like mutual funds and savings and and all of that. Like I I wish that I would have started saving when I was 16 in some kind of like mutual fund, but all of that stuff I was like, oh, this is just for old people. Like yeah. old people need mutual funds. That's hard and... You don't have an understanding of it. Yeah. Like I've had mutual funds for a long time, but I still don't fully understand. You yeah, know, and that's what I mean. Like I, I do understand it, but 
I feel like it, I've had them for so long that I need to speak to somebody to, you know, see like, is this still the best thing for me? Yeah. Am I still getting the best return and all that stuff? When especially now in our like economic climate, like I'm not like an, yes. I'm not giving advice for by any stretch because um, I'm also not licensed for that anymore. But things now are different than they were two years ago, even. So the, mutual funds and things that people are invested in have changed drastically and some of the companies that maybe those mutual funds were invested in are not doing as well they've closed down whatever it might be so it's always good to go and just kind of reevaluate things and yeah get a plan in place but i need to do the same thing yeah and i mean like there's other stuff too like we just got our wills and power of attorneys done last year yeah and so, or maybe it was the year before, because it was before Gray was born, and that people don't want to talk about that kind of stuff. I know. Well, it's it's scary to think about what happens if you die. It is, but Especially it's also age. like it's also more terrifying to think about like what people are gonna have to deal with after the fact. Cause yeah, I would deal with people who, whoever it was, passed away and they didn't have a will, and it's like, well now you're going to have to go through all of these steps and I just had a family like family members go through that and yeah. the hoops it's awful yeah it's even like if people don't think about necessarily the power of attorney part of it yeah. so and I mean we're in Canada so if you're listening from the states like check whatever kind of things you have there but if I like Sheldon and I own this home together and so if one of us were to be in like a coma and the other person needed to sell the house, we couldn't sell it without that person's signature. Yeah. So then you're having to go to court and get all of these special like things that you can you can sign for the other person. But if you have a power of attorney in place, you can do those kind of things. So people think about, oh, what happens when I die? But they don't think about, oh, what happens if just something bad happens and I can't yeah, no, function. Very true. Yeah. And just like life insurance, right? Like I would have thought nothing about life insurance. And then working in the branch, I'm like, oh, no, I need to have something and get it when you're young, too. Yeah. It's funny when we got our life insurance um, years ago now, like yeah. long before Brooklyn was born. And the person came over and they, uh, you know, they take your blood, they do whatever. Yeah. All your testing. And then when um, we got the results back, they told me that I was in like the top like 3% or whatever that is um, basically reserved for Olympic athletes <laughs> as far as like my my health checked out. On That's that crazy. Thing. Yeah. It was. I was like, well, all right. I'll take like, it. Take that. So I got the cheapest rate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I... And I never let Tyler live that down because he did not. No, I bet. <laughs> um, I was even thinking the other day, I'm like, I need to set up a savings account for Gray, and I also need to get life insurance for her yes. because it's, it's based on your age. So if we get a life insurance policy for her, I mean, hopefully nothing ever comes of it until of she's like course. the 150 but um it's it's almost like a savings plan for them yeah so you get it now you pay for it they can take over the policy when they get older and have their jobs or whatever 
but it's a savings plan for them. Or you can get like other policies where it will, if nothing happens with it, it'll pay out in X amount of years. Yeah. But highly recommend. No, that's great advice. That's great advice. I need to do that too. I, I, to be honest, I didn't even really think about it for Brooklyn at this age. Yeah. So that, I mean, a lot of people don't do that kind of stuff, but I think because I had seen what like our planner was doing, um, with other clients and things, I'm like, oh, that's super smart. So I need to go and do that. And yeah. like, if you're in Canada too, if you set up an RESP, um, you can set it up at your financial institution or you can set them up online too, but there's so much free money out there for people that they don't know is there. Like the government will like match some of your contributions yes. when they're six, they'll give you $1,200. I think that's still the case. It might not be. So also double check. Um, there's so much untapped money out there from the government that people need to take advantage of. If you have a disability, there's a disability savings plan that pays so, so much money. Yeah. So it's just about talking to the right people and not being intimidated by it. Yeah. Yeah. Finding out like what you're eligible for and yeah. Yeah. Take advantage for sure. You, you give enough money to the government. Totally. Take back what they'll give back exactly. to you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you had a um, little trip to Ikea the other day. We did, yeah. And you almost bailed? I did. It was icy. And I was, I hate wearing boots. Like, I don't have, if you can hear For Gray, someone coming she's... from Ontario, you're not very much a winter girl. <laughs> no. And if you can hear Gray, she's losing her mind. But um, I don't, I don't like a winter coat. I don't like boots. Like, I don't have any of that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I'm very ill prepared for yeah. any kind of weather. Um. So I was wearing like my sneakers and they don't have a lot of grip on the bottom. And I was walking in and there was like a slick part of the um, pavement and I almost fell flat on my face or backwards, I should say. But it was, of course, like right in front of the window, right where the, <laughs> where the like restaurant was. There's like people eating their like dollar hot dogs, mm. like probably like waiting for me to bail. Oh. Yeah, so that was a good time. Yeah. But, but you didn't. No, I didn't. And I'm like, now I need I need to go get boots. Yeah. But, but in yeah. bigger news. Yeah, so we got Gray a potty um, just to kind of get her used to it being around. Because she'll come into, like, the bathroom with me. Yeah. Um, and she'll – I'll be like, okay, Mama's going pee and we pee on the potty and whatever. And so now we have one for each of the bathrooms so she can kind of just, like, sit and – participate i guess but <laughs> in her own way but um she we had it set up in the living room and yeah. i was like oh great do you want to sit on your potty and i like took her diaper off and she sat there and then she went pee amazing have Crazy. you tried it again since we have like every like every other day maybe yeah like we're not i am really not interested in not having diapers at this point yeah so i don't think it'll be a while like I think it'll be a while before we actually like hardcore potty train her yeah I've been meaning to get a potty for months and I just yeah keep forgetting yeah I mean we just got them because we I was thinking about it and then we ended up at Ikea because I had to finish the playhouse like yeah. I had to get a couple of rugs you had to finish the I had playhouse to... <laughs> I did how could like... you not the top floor is plywood, so I was like, she needs a rug, obviously. So we just got a couple of cutie little things to go in there. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, I was like, we'll just try it out. And then if she wants to sit on it, great. I'm not expecting anything of it. But she just sat there and she peed and she was so excited because we both were like, oh, my gosh, great. You peed on the body. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not looking forward to starting that process. No. Because I, I know you have to be so consistent. You do. And I'm just and some people like just say like we stay home for three days and like I can't stay home for three days. No. Not I'm, that I can't be in my house, but like I got stuff to do. I got to work. Yeah. Well, like, I'm not interested in like that. Just let them run around naked your whole house for three days or whatever yeah. it is or a weekend. And yeah, I don't want to clean up pee from my floor. I know I'm going to have to and I know I'm going to have to like deal with her bed and all of that stuff. But I, I feel like they're still too little. They're little. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't mind the diaper thing. No, I don't mind at all. Like, I don't... I don't find them overly expensive. I don't find... I mean, like, I think that's the worst part, really, is, like, yeah, to buy them. Yeah, it's the expense of it. Yeah. But overall, But I mean, like, as far as, like, changing them and stuff, I'm like... Especially when it's your own kid, it just yeah. doesn't phase you. I don't know. No. So it's fine. And I'm... I don't also want to... Like, she can't communicate enough to, like really tell us if she has to go to the potty i think and yeah. i mean i'm sure she can like she can say like pee and poop and whatever um but like to really understand it i don't know if she's ready for that part of it yet yeah so hmm. we'll see we'll let her it's just like sitting downstairs like she'll sit on it every now and then and like she'll even sit on it just with her diaper on and yeah we'll let her just and we'll talk to her about it but yeah, I'm in no hurry. How much you want to bet when Brooklyn comes here next, she's just going to try and pick it up and walk around the house with it? I mean, probably, but... Yeah. <laughs> It'll be in the bathroom. We'll put it in the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I, cl- I, I cleaned it after. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, she okay, had, like, when we They're first kids, brought it home, um, we... Because we had dropped her at my parents' place for the day so that we could go get stuff done. Like, they were, like, begging to look after her. So yeah. we dropped her off, went to Ikea, went to have lunch. And then we picked her up. And then by the time we got home, it was like 730 because we picked her up after her nap. And I had hung out with him for a little bit um, afterwards. And then I didn't eat because we had a later lunch. So on the way home, we just picked up some like McDonald's fries. Yeah. And she was putting the fries in the potty. She was putting the fries everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Just did not understand. This is before like she had used it. So it's fine. But. Then the next morning I wake up and there is, I went into the living room and she had put fries all the way down her little like ball run thing. Oh and my I'm like, gosh. oh my God. <laughs> They're so funny. They yeah. are funny. They're I would, hilarious. I would love to just like be in their heads for just a moment. Yeah. Yeah. She was playing with her uh, Barbie house today and she's like going around with her little Barbie and it's so cute how they're playing. Yeah. Like almost like make believe now. Yeah. Yeah. They have, yeah. Imaginations yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Brooklyn just chatters away. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you say? And just like, yeah, just on and on and on and on and on playing with things. The other day she was like stacking papers. She found papers from like my computer bag. Yeah. And pulled them all out and then was stacking them and then like moving this one to the other side and this one to the other side and just like yammering on the whole time. Yeah. With her back to us. Like oh she was gosh. like not even just in her own world. Just in her own world. And I'm like, girl. I wish I knew what was going on up there. Yeah. I can't wait until they can play with, like, actual Barbies. Like, she has the Barbie that you got her for Christmas, and she loves it. And she'll, like, move it around and put it places. And um, But, like, when they can actually, like, almost talk to each other with it. I think when they're, what, like, probably three or four or something like that. Oh, my gosh. And yesterday when we were out for dinner, after dinner, they were, like, running up and down the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. With with us, with 
parental supervision. And um, and then we were getting ready to leave. Like, okay, girls, you want to give each other a hug? And they gave each other the sweetest. It was so cute. It was the cutest <laughs> thing I have ever seen. Like, they just, like, both went for it. And then yeah. they did it again. Yeah. And they're just, like, Well, because the first time, none of us had our phones out. No, I know. So it was, like, I mean, it's good. We're all, like, in the moment and hanging out and whatever. But they hugged each other for a good, what, 20 seconds? Yeah. Like, oh, would not like it. Go. Was it was so cute. The sweetest. They're just, like, the best the best of the friends. best of friends yeah anyway well okay i guess that's that yeah another random chat i feel like we've given you some good information that wasn't really <laughs> random we we intended to talk about money and we, we did. did we did we did yeah the rest of it was random that's okay but that's, that's who we, we are that's who we are that's why you guys love us <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but I think we're going to have a pretty good guest on pretty soon. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll go from there. Yeah. We're doing this for you guys. So if, I mean, well, uh, also for us, for but us. <laughs> if you want us to talk about anything, let us know on Instagram or email us, go to our, our website. Yeah. You can sign up for a newsletter and we'll send out some fun things. Yeah. You know, just stick with us. We really appreciate it. Share, like, subscribe. Right. Five stars. What am I missing? I think that's everything. It's like tipping your waitress or your wait waiter. Why do you say waitress? That's so outdated. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> See? Brain dead. And what I'd like to say, I while we are chatting here, I looked up brain dead. Yeah. And people use it as both one word and two words. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I wasn't completely off my rocker. No. When I was confused no. using myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love you. We love you. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.